0: Welcome to the Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. It's a joy to have you with us today. Pastor Ed leads Fellowship Church in the Dallas Fort Worth area. In today's message, Pastor Ed begins a sweet series called Candy Cane Christmas, where he creatively uses the theme of candy to explore the depth and beauty of the Christmas story. In part one, we're invited to think about our favorite candies and how they relate to the various aspects of the Christmas narrative. This program is just a glimpse of what Pastor Ed has to offer. From global missions to his latest inspirational books and daily devotionals, there's something for everyone. You can find all of this and more at edyoung.com. And here's an exclusive offer for our listeners today. Download a free chapter of Pastor Ed and Lisa's newest book, A Path Through Pain, at edyoung.com. With refreshing vulnerability and power, A Path Through Pain shares their family's journey from sorrow and anger to hope and healing after the tragic and sudden loss of their daughter. As they share their incredible perspective, they will inspire and equip you to believe that there is purpose in your pain, even if you can't see that purpose yet. Now, let's get into today's message. Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young.
1: Anybody ever played Candyland before, the board game Candyland? I'm not a big board game guy, but I love Candyland. I just love it, it's simple, it's colorful, it's fun. It brings out a lot of emotion. When I used to play it with our kids, we would have all of this drama and trauma, Candyland. The storyline, you might not know this, is you're finding King Candy. You simply draw cards, the cards tell you what to do, If you're the first one there, you find King Candy. Well, the kids used to really get upset if they would draw a card that said Molasses Swamp. You get stuck back in the day in Molasses Swamp, and you couldn't get out unless you drew a particular card with a particular color. Now, though, I hear Candyland, I read this as I researched it, has gone totally politically correct. I don't know what has happened, but. In Molasses Swamp, you get stuck there, all you do now is you lose your turn because everybody's supposed to be a winner. <laughs> ah, anyway, Candyland, Candyland. I love candy. Anyone here like candy? I just love it. I've, I've had the opportunity to travel a lot, and I've never seen a culture that doesn't have some sort of sweets. Candy. We love Candy. I saw online that the average American consumes 25 pounds of candy a year. You know it's true because it's on the World Wide Web. It's a lot of candy. A lot of candy. Kids want to get candy. Even adults, we like to get candy. There's something great about that sweetness. Our, our taste buds crave it. Candy. Candy. I want some candy. What's your favorite candy? Well, I can't ask each and every one of you that, but my favorite candy, if you really care, the Kit Kat bar. I love the Kit Kat bar, it's just good, and you know the combination of, uh, every it just, it just goes together. Have you ever thought about how much time, how much energy and effort the candy makers spend on packaging and wrapping and, and the taste of the preservatives and the chocolate and the salt because they know if we eat that candy, it's like, whoa, I'm going to come back for more and more and more and more. Get candy, get candy, get candy, get candy, 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 get candy. I want you to think about the experience that you have when you taste candy. It's one thing just to talk about candy. It's one thing to describe candy. It's one, it's one thing just to read the claims the candy makers make on the wrappings, but To taste it, whoa, that's going to a whole nother level, isn't it? To taste candy. You know, we have a sweet tooth, a lot of us, but today I'm going to give you a sweet truth about candy. Okay, here's a a quick candy test. They melt in your mouth, not in your hands. Very good. Give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that. Excellent. You guys are so healthy. Sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. There you go. There you go. There you go. Well, I can explain. That's right, listen to me. I can explain the Christmas story using candy. I really can. The three musketeers, the wise men, saw the star burst the star in the sky, it led them to an atomic fireball, Herod, who talked to his Snickers, the scribes and religious leaders. In the meantime, the angels were singing Almond Joy to a bunch of jolly ranchers who had a jaw-breaking experience. Then they rushed to the powerhouse where they saw Eminem, Mother Mary, and Pop Rock's Joseph swaddling Jesus the lifesaver. Yeah. Jesus taught using things his culture could connect with. So that's simply what we're doing. The psalm is said in Psalm 34, verse 8. Now, now when I read this, when you see something highlighted in green, you say it with me, okay? One, two, three. Taste. And see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in Him. I speak. I'm a preacher, and oftentimes, on Sunday afternoons, I crave sweets. Get candy, get candy, get candy, get get, 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 get candy. Normally, I try to eat clean, but too so often, Sunday afternoon, I'll have something sweet. You know when you have something really sweet? You have that sugar high, oh, yeah. Kind of feel good, kind of feel hyped out. Then you, then you feel kind of down. You're up, and then you feel down. You know what I'm saying? Sugar, sugar, sugar. Sugar's good. I mean, I like sugar, I do. I like sweets, and, 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 and I have a sweet tooth, and I'm sure you do too. Well, today we are going to look at candy the candy cane of Christmas. I'm not just going to talk about the candy. I'm not just going to describe the candy. I'm not just going to talk about the wrapper because the wrapper basically tells us what's on the inside. It's something on the outside that tells us what's on the inside. What what I'm going to do, though, is we're going a step deeper. We're going to taste Christmas. Taste Christmas. The first... The first thing I want you to taste, I want you to taste the three musketeers, the three wise men. Now, once again, I could say, whoa, look at this packaging. Whoa, that's cool. Whoa. You know, they spent squillions just on the packaging. Then you can open it and, and, and you can see this three musketeers. Mm, 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 mm. I mean, I like three musketeers. It's not my go-to candy bar, but it's good. Again, I've gone, as I said earlier, much deeper because I can taste it. The three musketeers, what were they doing? These guys were really smart. They were wealthy individuals. They were studying the stars. They followed the starburst. Notice they were, they were sharing. They understood. They saw the starburst. When they went to the Christ child, when they went to the powerhouse, the manger, when they saw the lifesaver, what did they do? They gave, the Bible says, their best, not leftovers, their best to the Lord as an act of worship. Let's read Matthew chapter two, verse 11. Remember, if it's highlighted, you say it with me. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, M&M, right? they bowed down and worshipped him. They opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Whoa. Gold? Whoa. Frankincense, myrrh? Gold was a gift for a king. Frankincense, a gift for deity. Myrrh, a gift for someone who was going to die. Jesus came to die. He was born, a cross shadowed over the manger. Jesus lived, he died on the cross for our sins and rose again. So the sweetness of Jesus, think about this, cancels out our bitterness. It, it cancels the sourness Of our sin, doesn't it? That's the sweet truth that I want to talk to you about. Christmas is a sweet story. Now, when I say sweet, I don't mean soft or like non aggressive, because this act of God by sending Jesus was very aggressive. It's in our face, it's up in our grill. God demands a decision. So we can study the packaging. We can look at the wrapper. We can laugh and all that, but it doesn't become a reality until we taste it. And I've got to ask you, are you giving your best to God? God has given us our abilities. He's given us our stuff. It's God's. I mean, a lot of us don't acknowledge that, but it's God's. Everything we have, we should think about life, is, should, should be wrapped in wrapping paper because it's a gift from God. It's the grace of God. Some realize that, some don't. And we have a pretty short window to realize that, don't we? About, I don't know, 80 years, maybe 90 years if we have good genetics and eat clean. But if we don't eat too much candy, we'll have about 90 years to do that and and, and we have a choice to make. What do we do with Jesus? We can look at the wrapper, we can discuss him, we can believe that Jesus is in the wrapper, After all, the Bible says the babe was wrapped in swaddling clothes, but we don't understand the essence of him until we taste, until we we invite Jesus to come into our lives. And only then will our taste buds really get satisfied.
0: You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We're halfway through today's incredible message, and we hope it's been an inspirational part of your day. As we pause for a moment, we want to thank you for joining us and for your continued support. This ministry focused on sharing the gospel is possible because of listeners like you. As a token of our gratitude for supporting the creative connection, we have a special gift for you. We'd love to send you a complimentary copy of Pastor Ed and Lisa Young's newest book, A Path Through Pain. This is a powerful book they wrote after the sudden death of their oldest daughter, Lee Beth. They share the profound truth that even in the darkest moments, pain and joy can coexist. To receive your free copy, visit edyoung.com. It's our way of saying thanks for your gift to help take the hope of Jesus to people around the world. And if today's message has touched your heart, consider supporting us. Your contributions, no matter the size, help us continue spreading God's word and bringing hope to many. Visit edyoung.com to learn how you can make a difference. Now let's continue with today's message. You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young.
1: So often the world shows us this treat or that treat, you can taste this, taste that. But be honest, I mean, in your heart of hearts, after doing this for a while, we, 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 we feel this behavior, we feel the, the sourness of sin, and we feel like something is lacking. We still yearn to taste something that's really sweet, that, that, that lasts. That's Jesus. God has given us this desire for him. We have a choice either to taste and see that the Lord is good or not. Are you giving your best to him? God's been so generous to us, we should be generous back to others. Share your best with God. Maybe God's given you a voice to sing. God, you've given it to me. I want to return it to you. And God will take it and multiply it in a ridiculous way. Maybe you have the ability to, to build businesses, give it to God, he'll multiply. Maybe it's speaking God's word, maybe it's leading, maybe it's creating, I don't know what it is. God doesn't want our leftovers, he wants the best. So, three musketeers. Something else I wanna, I mean, I could use all of them, but how about the starburst? <laughs> starburst, I'm not gonna eat one because they'll stick to my teeth, but starburst, they're, they're really juicy, aren't they? That's that star. Well, the star was showing the wise men where the Christ child was. The star. Just recently, Lisa and I were on a flight. And we began to talk to a young woman about her life. And she began to share a little bit about, you know, her her pilgrimage and, and her, her whole situation. She's gone through some hard times, and she talked about her relationship with the Lord, and she talked about a lot of the people she was around. And, She's been around, and, and, and she said, you know, people come to me for spiritual questions. They, they want me to pray for them. And Lisa and I stop, and we go, hey, you're, 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 like, you're like a starburst. You're a star. Anytime you have people, anytime you have anyone in life, if they're truly seeking and open to the Lord, God will always have a starburst in their path, a star pointing them to Jesus. Maybe you're that star for someone. I don't know. If you're a believer, in fact, I know you are. But others of you, maybe you've not tasted Christ yet. You know, you've tried everything else. You mean you've not tried Christ? And this text is almost a challenge. It's like, try Jesus. Just try it. Just taste it. How many times you're at a restaurant? Oh, oh, taste this. Girl, you won't believe. Taste this. Oh, this will knock your socks off. Taste this. That's what God said. Taste. Taste. Try it, try it, have you tried it? You say you're a risk taker? You say you'll roll the dice? I'm an adrenaline junkie? You mean you won't try this? Some of us who are believers, we need to assign a name to our starburst. Who was that person that led us to Jesus? And maybe, just maybe, you're a person in someone's life. Maybe you're a starburst. What are you doing? What are you saying? To them, Because if you're a starburst, you're producing juicy fruit, the fruit of the Spirit. And people see the fruit of the Spirit, and they're like, man, I want some of that. So, starburst. How about, how about Herod, man? Herod. You know what Herod did? You can call Herod the atomic fireball, but really, he was Butterfingers. He just let... He just let the stories, whoa, slip through his hands. Butterfingers, 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 that's Herod. Read about Herod, study his life. He was into manipulation, scheming, dreaming, and control. His dad was the same way. But Herod was a, was a, was a crazy McRace. Right before he died, I mean, he knew he was dying, so he killed a bunch of people. Because he knew no one would mourn for him, but he knew if he killed a bunch of people, at least there would be crying in the streets. Crazy. But then again, he would do clothing drives and food drives. The guy was crazy, man. He was, he was so scared of giving up control. Well, the three musketeers come to town. They go, hey, Herod, uh, we've seen this star, and, and we've heard the king is born. The king? I'm the man. Ain't no king but me. Here's the deal. When we give up control, that's when we gain control. And then he talked to his, his scribes, the religious leaders. Man, they the snickers as i call them <laughs> you know the you know the, the the cynics and and they weren't really they weren't really skeptics they were they were cynics and a lot of people are cynics these days they're not really skeptics most people don't have an intellectual issue with the lord let me say that again come on most people do not have an intellectual issue with the lord well i just got a problem i'm not sure about the historicity of scripture well, you know you're talking to someone who's never studied scripture. Well, I don't know about Jesus if he really died and rose again. Whoa, well, you, you're, you're talking to someone, if they say that, they've never really studied it because the evidence is compelling. <laughs> Most people who are snickers, they have a vested interest in keeping God at bay. They don't want God up in their grill. They don't want to live out the implications. They're like, whoa, I, I. So, so, so they've seen one little Documentary on the Discovery Channel. I heard one liberal wacko, Doctor Fuzzy Face, uh, lecture in a biology class at some university, and they, oh yeah, yeah, I believe that. Study the evidence. The evidence demands a verdict. What will you do? Will you, will you taste and see that the Lord is good? And these cats wouldn't even do a 5K. To Bethlehem, to the powerhouse, the manger, to see Eminem, Mother Mary, and Pop Rocks, Joseph, swaddling baby Jesus, the lifesaver, wrapped in swaddling clothes. Interesting, interesting. I'd go on and on. Let me let me do one more. Oh, the Jolly Ranchers. Jolly Ranchers would be the shepherds. They were pulling an all-nighter. And here's something cool about the shepherds. The shepherds were tending sheep. They were looking after lambs. And if you know the layout of the Holy Land, they probably were taking care of the lambs used, check this out, in the sacrificial system. Are you, are you, are you, are you feeling me? Are you feeling me? So these shepherds, these Jolly Ranchers, were taking care of the lambs used in the sacrificial system. Foreshadowing. Almond Joy, they come on the scene. Joy to the world. And these guys, jawbreakers. (laughs) And they run to the powerhouse to see the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, Jesus, wrapped in swaddling Close. They, they were seeking. So if you are a Butterfinger, if you are a Snickers, if you are an Atomic Fireball, move from that to a true seeker. Begin to seek and open yourself. Pray a high-risk prayer. God, if you're real, reveal yourself to me. I'm telling you, he will. And then, God, when you show how real you are, I want to be like the Jolly Ranchers and run to the powerhouse, because they did. And the Bible says after they left, these common folks, you know God must have loved the common man. You ever thought about that? Because he made so many of them. The first people that heard about the birth of Jesus weren't the heavy hitters. They weren't the A-listers. Shepherds, jolly ranchers, and they ran. They ran. Jesus, of course, the lifesaver. I love lifesavers. Jesus is in the rescue business, and whenever you have drowning hunks of humanity, you always have a lifesaver. And we had that lifesaver for some, aren't we? The lifesaver. A circle is eternal, no beginning, no ending. Jesus came from the top to the bottom to bring us from the bottom to the top. (laughs) Taste and see that the Lord is good. So the three musketeers, that's a cool candy, but it's all about the candy cane. The starburst, I like the illustration, but it's all about the candy cane. Butterfingers, yeah, it's all about the candy cane. Snickers it's all about the candy cane. Almond Joy is good, it's all about the candy cane. The candy cane. The candy cane, here's your homework, the candy cane. Jesus is a lifesaver, but he's candy cane. You, here's your homework, you are a candy cane if you're a follower of Christ to many people. Jesus is our good shepherd. David said, 23rd Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. My sheep, Jesus said, know my voice. And the good shepherd, one time he was counting his sheep, one was missing. He went on an all-out search. This staff with a crook in it gently hooks around the, the lamb's neck. The shepherd brings the lamb back into the fold. That's what we can do over the next several days because most people will come to church If we invite them, you are that candy cane.
0: Thank you for being with us today on The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We hope this message has empowered you to stand firm in your faith and to shepherd your family with wisdom and courage. Your role is pivotal in nurturing a God-honoring environment. And it's our prayer that you feel supported and equipped in this journey. Your support is so important in helping us share the gospel of Jesus with a hurting world. As a token of our gratitude, we're offering you a free copy of A Path Through Pain by Pastor Ed and Lisa Young. Visit edyoung.com to claim your book and learn more about how you can support Ed Young Ministries. Join us next time as Pastor Ed continues this series of talks. Stay connected with us at edyoung.com for more great content and ways for you to be a part of what God is doing through the creative connection. Until next time, God bless.